Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. Okay, you said kittens and rainbows again, Adrian. You always bring kittens and rainbows into our calls. Well, I that's like know. positive stuff, you know, like all the good stuff in life. We call that kittens and rainbows in the Schultz household. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, it is today we're talking about kittens and rainbows. See, it works right? every time. We are talking about automated processes. And in my world, that is kittens and rainbows. So call it what you will. You know, I'm light and fluffy and you're more technical than me. So RPM has recently adopted some technology that has brought a lot of automation to some offices. And I think it's a game changer. But let's dig into what does that mean? Automated, what does that mean? Well, I think that property management companies today are all utilizing one or another property management software or system where their data resides, right? Your tenant data, your rental owner data, your accounting data, your maintenance data, et cetera. And until now, you've always had to have like true outside processes, be it simple checklists or spreadsheets or, or whatever you may have in your business to assure that the needful preventative maintenance and the needful regular uh, reactive maintenance gets done in a systematic way. And I think it seems sort of during the last two to three years, the word workflow automations has become very commonly talked about in the property management space. And at Real Property Management, our property management platform is actually fully integrated with a workflow automation platform. So what exactly does that mean? That means that when a tenant says they're moving out, you can initiate a move out workflow so that you don't forget anything. Or when you onboard a new rental property owner, that you are in fact asking them automatically for a copy of their certificate of insurance and perhaps their status of title to prove that they own it, et cetera. So normally I would never stop talking, but in this case, Carla, you want to dig deeper into some of the things to do with workflow automation. Yeah, well, I think sometimes people think workflow automation is job elimination and that's, you know, robotic responses. And I'd like you to speak to that piece a little bit, because from my mind, it is the furthest thing from it. I think that automating a lot of these workflows has allowed staff to be a lot more high touch in areas where they needed to be high touch, but they were too busy doing something else. Most definitely. So workflow automation can actually include turning what would be regular template emails into living, breathing templates where where it's it's modular in the sense, you know, not only are you inserting the resident name or the rental owner name, but the property address in the conversational portion of an email. So all of a sudden, what would generically feel like an automation is actually, a, it looks like a sincere email. You can augment that with voicemail drops. You can augment that with SMS, text messaging. And we know that email open rates versus text open rates I think uh, text open rates are in the high 90s for open and response, and email open rates are in the low 40s, and they're dropping more and more. So in your workflow automation and in your touch points with a tenant or a rental owner, you can't just do one. 
you actually need to automate touch points, you know, from, from portal to email automation, to SMS automation, to adding to a calendar automation, to setting a reminder for team members in the office to check and balance, to cross-check and to assign tasks. You can do that now through workflow automation so that when you reach this point in the standard operating procedure, assign it, turn over to this team member, right? And you can't do that on a checklist or on a spreadsheet. No, it's all those contingencies that happen along the way because property management is doing the same tasks over and over and over again. It's very, very task-based. And by adding that, I think you allow people to be working on other things that they could be doing to build the business, better communication, and all of those things that no one seems to have time to, to do it. And also from an oversight perspective, so if you're looking at a larger property management company, you can really understand where staff are overtasked, maybe where staff are underutilized, and you can try to balance out that workload a lot differently or when you need to hire that new staff member. I think all of those things from a little analytical, sorry, <laughs> I haven't been drinking. Whimsical <laughs> analytics. Thanks. You can, you can actually get a better handle on what's happening. Because sometimes we just like, oh, that staff member is so busy. They're busy, but are they being productive? Anyways, I could, that was a whole different topic. So the other part of the technology that we've adopted is that it is a full-blown CRM. The contextual communication. Yes. So we've added in the ability to have like a shared email inbox, which actually has been the biggest game changer, again, to the kittens and rainbows that I can see is that it's housing all of that information together. So a client card or client contact form, we'll call it what you will, you go in there, you can see everything that has happened with that client. And you can really, really, really understand, pick up in the middle of a conversation, staff members are away. I, this, to me, this is really something that is changing our industry and for the better. No more lost emails from a client when someone's on vacation. All the yeah. contextual relationship, what's outstanding, what's going on, is there for any team member to see and to manage and to monitor. And that's a game changer. Yeah. And as soon as a property management company implements something like benchmark of how many hours they that an email has to be responded to, now we're talking about great customer service, right? Now we're really talking about that consistent client customer experience across the board. So anyways, those are the things that get me really excited is seeing it in action and seeing how it actually helps the staff instead of making life feel so heavy, especially in these months. We're, we're dealing with summer right now, busiest time of the year, lots of moving parts that are going on in these offices. I want to tell you about an automation that we set up in the last few months that you know, it's it's just something that I thought would be a good idea and interesting. It's a check and balance. So when we receive a client communication, a task is automatically generated that 24 hours later, regardless if the status has changed, okay, this is my preference. I'm just giving it an example of an automation. 24 hours later, it sends a message saying, hi, you submitted a request 24 hours ago, right? Are we handling it at this point to your satisfaction? Question mark. Okay. The reason it's a check and balance email is no matter what status it's in, the client is going to appreciate that you're checking in with them, okay? And even if it hasn't progressed, it's like it has progressed because you're checking in with them. 
And it's sort of like a little cheat check and balance because what it also does, if they reply and say, nothing's happened, what's going on? It kind of puts it back to the top of the list. And I know that the tasks would naturally show us open and outstanding, right? But it's just that extra little thing. And with workflow automation, we've been able to create this one sentence email, right? That is automatically checking in with our clients to see, are we doing what they are expecting us to be doing? That's just mm-hmm. an example of something you could do. Yeah. Okay. We're going to wrap this one up. Kittens, rainbows, technology, they're all the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. At least we didn't talk about kids, toys, and bubbles today. That was in a different episode. Yeah. Now that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.